What's going on everybody? This is the Silent Gamer and this is the episode number 34 of the First and Frame Race podcast. You may know me as Silent Gamer, some people know me as Virtual Footballer, some people know me as VF Baller, which is my Twitter handle. You can always catch me there. I always post stuff about gaming and sports. Um, and my two co-hosts, Bills and DJ, one had a prior arrangement, the other one is just doing other things as far as working and just having a... Um, other time constraints to do other things you know like us at the end of the day we're just a couple regular people well we're all three of us sorry we're regular people that are just trying to make a podcast you know nothing special nothing fancy we just get on here and speak our mind and for those who appreciate that we really really thank you for continued support and we'll just continue to do what we do but it's just gonna be me solo today and i have a, a handful of topics i want to talk about first off i do want to talk about live 19 nba 2k 19 the games are out i want to talk about those i also want to talk about this past um week of football college football nfl some great stuff that we you know some good good sports um just taking place throughout the weekend and uh i want to touch on the colin kaepernick thing one more time i got an article here i want to talk about i know i did a first and frame race many where the nfl i felt just dropped the ball and um, as far as finally following with what, what Colin Kaepernick was trying to say, um, it was just a little mini one. Um, just I just wanted to get something on my chest. But I have a uh, I have an article here. I'm just looking at it right quick. Yeah, I have an article here that um I I think it's gonna be pretty interesting. But we're gonna talk about live, and we're gonna talk about NBA 2K. Now both games finally dropped officially released this um past Tuesday. And um, I'm gonna tell you right now, um, I'm gonna give a score for both of them. And uh, I, and I'll be quite honest, if you like the sport of basketball, you, you're really in good hands. Um, live uh, does have some shortcomings as far as um, some things that they could have implemented in game from years back. They still haven't done it. But as far as this, the game of basketball, when you play the game on the on the court, it's a fantastic game to play. Now, NBA 2K19, oh my goodness. This game is probably the best sports game that I've ever played. Uh, this is just hands down. I mean, we can always talk about the NFL 2K5s. We can talk about the um, NBA 2K11s. Um, you know, just some games that were just revolutionary when they just came out. Uh, I, I can't really think of any Maddens outside like Madden 05. Um you know, it just just certain games when they just came out, it was just like you knew that this was it. NBA 2K19 is one of those games. I mean, and I can also talk about MLB the Show when they finally started to get you know their the you know they finally get their footing on the PlayStation 3, and you started seeing those games. And when they made the jump to PlayStation 4, uh, I mean, just some fantastic games. I mean, you can go into the FIFA series. I mean, I'm not into uh, I'm not into um, soccer like that, so I don't know how big of a masterpiece those games are. But there, there are just certain games that are out there when you play them and you finally get your hands on them, and you just know. And even though you know in this day and age, we know we always try to find flaws in games, we always try to find problems in games. But um, you know, we just have a situation with NBA 2K19 where. You know when you're playing this game, it, it, it's something special. These guys at 2K done a fantastic job of putting this game together, and uh, we, like I said, I just want to. I'm going to talk about both of those games. That's just a brief 
uh, that's just a brief synopsis of both of them. And um, but before I get on that, I want to make a another quick little um stop right here to talk about this hurricane that's coming our way. Um, I live in South Carolina, and um, the hurricane should probably be here within the day of this upload. And I don't think anything crazy is going to happen. I live more inland or whatever. So it shouldn't be nothing too crazy on my end. Just a lot of wind, some rain. But nothing like if you were on the coast. But nevertheless, if things push come to shove, we are talking about um, evacuating and um, just getting to higher ground. Because even with the wind and rain, you never know what might happen out here. So, um, yeah. So I am watching that. And I hope everybody else is watching that. Keep those people that's on the coast who haven't. Um, evacuate or just not able to evacuate well, just keep them in your uh, in your thoughts also um, if you know just for their belongings now those things can be replaced but you know you know you never want to see anybody lose everything you know it's just, it's just heartbreaking so I just want to put that out there because I'm, I'm close I'm close to the hurricane but we're going to get back to these basketball games and we're going to continue to keep it pushing all right we're going to start off with NBA Live 19 um, this is going to be a review of NBA Live 19 for me, and I'm gonna jump into 2K19. Live 19 is a very good basketball game. It has some moments where you could say you would just be wowed by some of the animations. I mean, the animations, for the most part, I mean, you're you're probably looking at about 90% of the time are very fluid. They move well. They're very um, they fit with it with the with the position and the movement of the player. Uh, it, the ball to rim physics it is so unpredictable and a lot of people take that for granted you know just with the animations of the players and the way the ball goes around the rim or goes off the to the side before it goes into the basket those things that is one small part of organic gameplay that nobody ever talks about because when that ball goes up you don't know if it's going to go in or not now, Live had this situation where I think it was definitely in Live 15 and some parts of 16, where when you shot the ball, you knew exactly if it was going in or not. 18, they kind of got away from it. 19, they've done a fantastic job of that. And with that being said, you can get a very good game out of Live 19. Now, um, as far as on the court, now this is what I usually do. I usually talk about what's on the court. The presentation, ESPN, you already know how that is. The commentary could be better. But when I try to talk about these games as far as sports titles, it's always about replicating the sport based on the fundamentals. And live, for the most part, live has done a great job of putting that together. Um, could it be better? Yes. You know, you will always want to have a dynasty mode or you want your modes in general to be in a position where they can actually be... Um, you know, flushed out where everything is everything. Kind of like how we had back in the old days. I mean, you know, franchise modes, dynasty modes were the thing that pushed some of these uh, sports titles. Now, with live, it's like they went in a different direction with the street ball aspect. And now, the street ball aspect is good. And this is why I think the game, this is where the game really shines. It shines where when you want to play a game with friends, you want to get on the street ball and you want to play, it does very well. Another thing I like about it, about this game, is when you're playing these street ball um, games, they really give you points and they deduct points for almost everything that you do. You still have to play smart basketball, which is something that 2K, um, the park and the neighborhood, 
could really learn from. Just start penalizing people for not playing the right way. Um, I know they have that in the Jordan Rec Center, and they have it, uh, I think, in Pro-Am as well. But the park, they rarely, you know, you don't really get penalized for doing craziness. It's just like fun and games. And, and I understand it. It is what it is. But Live is taking a more serious approach at it where when you play street ball, you're still playing a form of, you know, smart basketball. Now, there's been a couple of updates in Live um, as of this recording. Matter of fact, um, as of today of this recording, there's been a couple of updates where, quite honestly, I went into a, a dynasty mode game and the game felt very, very good. I posted the stats on my Twitter. If you scroll down the timeline, you can see it. Very realistic stats. The gameplay was very realistic and I did not feel cheated. It, it, it Nothing crazy was going on as far as um, one person just over abundantly taking over the game. The AI actually played ball like they were supposed to. And, um, that, that's what you will want to see when you're playing an NBA game. It's all about X's and O's on the court movement, you know, matchups, spacing, um, you know, positioning. All that stuff was there. Now, if I could talk about anything that's bad about NBA Live, I mean, just quite frankly, it's just the modes. I mean, Dynasty mode is just not where it's at. I mean, the concept is there, and um, I like what they have. Um, that's how it's set up. But it's just not there to where we're seeing that it actually functions. It's not a, it's not necessarily a 100% carbon copy of 18, but we just know that without the player editing and um, without the you know the the AI actually doing trades and injuries or whatever, it, it's just not there. Now maybe with this update they may have changed that, but I haven't had any notes to see if they have that there. So they do get a knock for that. Um, also. Uh, the animations are, like I said, 90% of the time they're there and they're really good. But there's those 10% where the animations just go a little wonky and it's kind of, you know, it, it, it's just kind of weird. I mean, it's NBA Live. And, it, and we know where Live came from from 14. Sometimes those things from the past rear his ugly head, but there's no reason why you can't get a, a really good experience of playing basketball with this game. Another thing that I've noticed that some passes in this game are like really, really fast. Like there, you talking about a zip pass? No, these zip passes are very fast. Like I, I've been running pick and roll a lot, but when you try to pass that ball of a pick and roll, that ball goes to the other player hands so quickly, it looks very unrealistic. So, uh, th those like really my gripes is just the modes aren't flushed out and the animations aren't all way all the way there, but um. I think it's still a good game. I mean, I don't care for the commentary. I listened to the commentary for about 20 seconds. I cut the commentary off. So when I play the game, it just feels like I'm in the arena. And the, and the arena I mean, the arena sounds always fantastic and live. So um, I'm, I'm here for that. And um, like I said, uh, oh, and one more thing before I close it out. Um, I love the fact that you have to grind in NBA Live. I, I, I truly do. It feels like you're working for everything. And it's just a beautiful thing to actually play the game and you feel like you're working for, to you know, working to actually get better. Unlike just, you know, with 2K, you could just buy, what, maybe $200 worth of VC. You'll be at 90 in two days. And it's unfortunate, but, I mean, that's just the way 2K rolls, and that's how they're going to continue to roll. I don't need to go into all the things that they've done to try to continue to keep this this mechanic in the game. You can see that all on YouTube of uh, how they're 
just just look up 2K in Belgium. That'll tell you everything you need to know. But overall, I give NBA Live uh, out of a score of one to ten, I can give NBA Live a really good eight. It, I mean, it's a really good eight. This game is very solid. If you buy this game, um, you can possibly get uh, sixty-five dollars worth or sixty dollars worth of gameplay out of this game. You, you really can. I think you can get a really good value out of this game. So uh, if you plan on buying it somewhere down the road, you're not going to be, you know, disappointed. So with that being said, you know, I, I think it's a good purchase if you do. Now let's jump to NBA Live. I mean, sorry, let's jump start jumping to NBA 2K19. Man, let me tell you something. There are just some games that you get where you know, and I'm not just talking about sports types, just talking about games in general, where either you see the trailer or you see some gameplay or you just play the game for yourself and you just know immediately when you're playing it, you know you're playing something special. I felt this, the last time I felt this way is when I played NBA 2K11. Now, when I picked up 2K11, I just thought that this was mind-blowing because... First of all, I'm a Bulls fan, so um, the whole Jordan thing was just, you know, that was just icing on the cake, so that just attracted me to the game. But when I started playing that game, I knew it was something amazing about it. 2K19 is no exception to that. They are pushing the envelope, and they just put every other uh, sports game on notice to let you know, like, look, we are going to be the top dogs and you just got to deal with it. You know, I mean, all the things you can do in that game, the fundamentals of their ball tangibility, um, the post moves, animations in general, um, and just the modes. Even though the game is a cash grab, I mean, the modes are there. You can grind your way up, but I, personally, I don't recommend it, but you can. Um, the neighborhood is just fantastic. I love the Jordan Rec Center. I, I played a few games there. Um, even in the neighborhood, you can go to your facility and practice. You're my player. And I didn't even get into the my player aspect. And I really don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But that story is amazing. It is a and this is the best my player story that I've played ever. I know the, the ever since the Spike Lee joint, that, that was um, very questionable uh, about how that played out. Um, they had some memorable, um, they had some memorable uh, characters in there. The other one they had with Jackson uh, Ellis, Jackson or Jackson Ellis, whatever. Um, you know, he. Um, it was just weird how that played out um, last year, or was it year before? Uh, they had the orange juice thing. It just felt so corny. This year, this story is a little more mature, and I'm not saying mature like you know, older people rated or, or is this like something that has a certain content in it for not for children? No, I'm just talking about like, it actually has like a really good basketball story where it's not trying to be something that it's not. It's not trying to be hip. It's not trying to be cool. It's not trying to keep up with the times. It's just trying to give you a basic story about one man's journey to the NBA. And I think it, they've done a very good job of it. Um, so that that was one thing that I'm not even I wasn't really into, but it just it, it got me into it so quick I just could not stop playing it. 
And I've been on my my player ever since. And even after you finish the story, the my player aspect, you feel like you're in the NBA based on all the things you went through in the story. So I, I highly recommend playing that. And I'm not, I'm a franchise dynasty mode guy, uh, but I highly recommend it. I think it turned out to be very well put and, it, and it's very good. And I think everybody should give it a shot. Um, but um, as far as basketball on the court, play calling, fundamentals, um, everything is just it just is done very well. Everything's done. They have a takeover meter where when you take over, it really shows that you have taken over the game. Um, I've played a few games um, in dynasty mode. Uh, just can't get no better. I mean, the my league thing is just fantastic. And, you know, I mean, it, you, you just can't get any better than that. You had some games who had a better uh, mode like that. But 2K, once again, putting people on notice and saying, like, look, we're the top dogs here. And this is what we're going to do. So with that being said, um, you can't go wrong with that. All the animations play out very well. The game is buttery smooth. The, the, the responses, the response to the controller is excellent. Um I, I just can't say nothing else about it. I just hope they don't mess anything up by patching it or changing anything around or doing anything crazy because we don't need that. I think this game is perfect where it is. And I think there's some other bugs or issues that I saw on Twitter that people were talking about the need to tweak. That's fine. But as far as gameplay, I'm okay with it. I had to open my drink, so sorry. Well, anyway, uh, the park is great. Um, you can't really do too much craziness on the park. Um, if you play fundamental ball, you'll be fine. But, you know, there's times that that crazy park stuff still rears its head. People out there to have fun. It is what it is. I, I get it. I'm not really tripping on it or nothing. You know, it is what it is. But um, I played some games in Jordan Rec Center. Get penalized for not playing well. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And, um... Everything is just perfect the way that goes. I, I have no issue with how they set everything up in, in NBA 2K19. I, I can honestly say this game is, is a straight-up masterpiece. I mean, I, it, there's very hard for things for me to critique on it. I gave NBA Live an 8. Uh, the only thing I, I can knock NBA 2K4 is the microtransactions. It, it's a little egregious on it. I mean, you look at some of the things that you have to do um, to get certain things, get a backpack or something like that, or get a football or something like that. And it's like, uh, it's, it's way much, too much money to be getting these things. And it's ridiculous. But I do love the fact that when you play the game of basketball, the game of basketball is respected. Just like NBA Live. I think both of them done a very good job of replicating the sport on the court. But 2K animations are just just way better um ball to rim physics once again i mean they've always been top notch over there um ball tangibility is 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 absolutely amazing we always had issues with ball tangibility in 2k this year they got it right they don't need to touch that at all um dynasty mode once again i haven't touched my team i have no reason to touch my team uh, my league uh, like i said the dynasty mode is fantastic my player my career it's another one that's fantastic. You you just can't go wrong with NBA Live Night. I mean, sorry, NBA 2K19. I'm definitely gonna have to give this game a 9.5. I could give this. I easily could give this a 10, and it should be a 10. But that VC stuff is just a little bit over the top. 
if it wasn't for the VC stuff, um, I would not knock the game for what it is. But as far as fundamental basketball, it's 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 perfect. I I mean, no game is perfect, but I mean, in my eyes, it is. I mean, that just it is what it is. The game is just phenomenal. So um, you guys, you can't go wrong with either game. Honestly, I prefer 2K over live, but live is no slouch. Live will give you a very good game. So um, eight point or is it eight for live and a nine point five for 2K19, which quite honestly should be a ten. But they need to lay off the microtransactions because that could be a deterrent for people. But as far as the game of basketball, it is it is um, it is amazing. I just can't say it enough. All right, um, enough of the basketball talk. We want to talk about some of these scores that has happened in the NFL in week one. Um, sadly, I don't have my co-host with me. These guys are they compliment me very well when I do talk about um, these games. Um, first and foremost, my Atlanta Falcons. Um, we can talk about them. They come up short again, lose 12 to 18 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I don't know what to say about the Atlanta Falcons. I, I, I truly feel that they are probably the most talented team in the NFL, but they just can't get it right for some unknown reason. I mean, well, we, we know the reason, but they just can't get it right. Um, it's possible that um, if they were to beat the Eagles last year, they could have been um, two-time Super Bowl champs. But, you know, we already know how 28-3 happened as well. But it just goes back. It's just something about the team is just not there. It's just not there. And it, you, you look at the play calling and all this other stuff. It's just abysmal. And um, I just hope that they can turn it around. But, you know, they have a couple of injuries as well. Keon O'Neal is out for the rest of the season. Um, Deion Jones is out for the half of the season. So therefore, I won't. Be, I'll be watching them from a distance, and um, I'll be watching some college football. <laughs> um, I just, just again, became uninterested in the Falcons. They look like they haven't learned anything from last year, as far as coaching, anyway. Uh, anyway, um, a couple of other games that um, that really shocked me. Tampa Bay put forty-eight up on New Orleans. Um, I thought the Saints was going to run through this uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it's showing that they could do something, and um. We'll find out if it was a fluke next week for Tampa Bay. And um, looking at some other games, uh, ones that interest me, Pittsburgh and Cleveland ended up in a tie. That was actually pretty interesting because I thought Cleveland had that game at one point. And um, you see how that goes. Cleveland was Cleveland. The Browns will always be the Browns. What can you do? Um, let's see what else. Uh, Green Bay won in the Monday Night Football against Dallas. I mean, sorry, against Chicago. Khalil Mack looked fantastic in that game. I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the rest of the game. All I know, I got up the next morning, and I know that Aaron Rodgers came back in the game, and they beat the Chicago Bears, um, which is that that got to be somewhat of a letdown. Trust me, I know all about you know you know losing a big lead. You know, I'm a Falcons fan, so I know what it's like. But um, that that has to be a letdown. So um, Baltimore put 47 up on Buffalo. Um, I don't know what Buffalo's going to do with their quarterback situation. It's It looks terrible. We'll see what Josh Allen do next week. Um, let's see. Like Tennessee uh, loses to Miami. I heard somewhere that... Um, I heard somewhere that... What's his name got hurt? Marcus Mariota got hurt. Uh, he got hurt, but he he's still, he still going to be able to play. The following week, so that's good. 
because I thought he got, I thought he was out, but that that's good. He's still gonna be able to play. New England beat Houston. You see how that goes. Um, Jacksonville beat the Giants. Um, Denver beat Seattle. That's my wife's team. She loves the Denver Broncos. That's cool. Um, we could talk about the Jets. Look at this, forty-eight to seventeen over Detroit. Man, the, the Lions is just, jeez. Man, I don't know. Sam Donald looked pretty good though. He looked really good. And then we have the Rams beating Oakland. And now we don't need to talk about Oakland. Oakland is just, oh, $100 million for John Gruden. And look what you got so far. Yeah. But um, as far as the scores go, nothing really surprised me outside the Jets dropping 48, Tampa Bay dropping 48, um, Cleveland and Pittsburgh actually going into overtime. That actually surprised me too. Um, everything else that I see, is pretty much the status quo. Um, Green Bay won. Denver beat Seattle. You know, it's just nothing out of the way that I thought. Think otherwise. So, um, yeah. So the NFL is chugging right along with Week One. Have no um no issues with uh with what's going on on that end. Um, we're gonna talk about a little bit about college football. Which was um pretty interesting. Week two, we didn't get into week one too much, but we can talk about week two where um we have Georgia, which is you know one of my you know teams because I'm a I'm a Georgia kid. They beat up on South Carolina, but rightfully so. Um, the damn chickens just would never come up to the level of Georgia. They just that's just not going to happen. The damn chickens got put in their place once again, and I'm loving every bit of that. But with that being said, on the other side of the um, other side of the pole, you have Clemson beating Texas A&M, twenty-eight to twenty-six, and there's already been rumblings. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I don't know yet. I don't have the information in front of me that Clemson and Georgia may flip spots because Clemson only won by two points and Georgia blew out a top twenty-five team. So we'll see how that goes um, later on this week. If um, I haven't seen the, the the information on that, Florida was number twenty-five and they dropped to Kentucky, which um, was actually kind of surprising. But further under further review, upon further review, I realized that Kentucky is not a bad team this year. They actually got some pretty good skilled players, so that was um, actually pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't know Boise State was ranked. They're number twenty. They beat UConn sixty-two to seven, which was um actually pretty interesting. Um, Notre Dame beat uh beat Ball State sixteen to twenty-four. I thought that was gonna be a bigger gap to that. Michigan um shows th themselves why they're a top twenty-one team. Um, they uh beat Western Michigan forty-nine to three. Uh, let's see what else we have here. That was actually. Interesting. Um, the best game that I've seen this week was the Michigan State-Arizona State game. Michigan came in at number 15, and Arizona State was unranked. And Arizona State under Coach Herm Edwards did a phenomenal job of winning this game. It This easily was one of the best games that I've um, seen in a long time. And... Um, I, I loved every bit of it. This was good football here. And with that being said, I just can't um, be more proud of, you know, 
I can't be more proud of Herm Edwards and what he's done with Arizona State. These guys done a fantastic job to beat um, Michigan State. And uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and here we go right here. They moved up the number 23 in the rankings. So that that's great. That That's some good stuff right there. So that, you know, it's a team that you haven't really watched. I think that team will be interesting to look at. So, um, and last but not least, we're going to talk about my team, my Georgia Southern Eagles. They um, beat UMass last week. They beat them 34 to 13 in single-handedly, you know, good fashion. Um, these guys are really playing their heart out down there in Statesboro, and I love every bit of it. Great, great football town. I love every bit of it. And um, they're showing that they're back to the winning ways of old because back in the day, you know, I ain't going to say back in the day. This was just last year. They only won two games last year, and that's not Georgia Southern football. If you know Georgia Southern tradition, we play good football. We have six national championships in 1AA, um, the Division 1AA. We don't get those championships for just because. We, we, we pride ourselves in playing great football. And we're supposed to be playing, um, we're supposed to be playing Clemson next week. Um, well, this coming week, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be playing Clemson upcoming week, and I don't know if that's going to happen because, like I said, I just talked about the, uh, I just got finished talking about the, the hurricane coming through. So um, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to play Clemson, and that that's going to suck because I, I really wanted to see what Georgia Southern can do against. Uh, a top-ranked team. This is the number two, number three team in the country. So I'm really, you know, I really want to see how they play because Georgia Southern, they play well when they're playing against big teams. I mean, you can go back and see when they played against Florida. They beat Florida. You can see when they played Alabama. Alabama um, has uh, done a great job of putting their program on the map. And we went down in Tuscaloosa, ran for 300 yards against them. And I don't know any other school that can do that against Alabama in Alabama. You know, we go to Georgia all the time, and we keep a close game against Georgia. So we play up the competition all the time. When the competition is tough, we try to play our hearts out. But um, I don't think we, we may not be able to play against Clemson with this hurricane coming through. So um, it's just um, unfortunate, but uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how it goes. So um, anyway, we're going to um, jump to... One more thing that I want to talk about before we go. Um, this whole thing with Colin Kaepernick. Now, I don't have an issue with Colin Kaepernick at all. I mean, you can listen to the last uh, podcast that I had uh, put out there when it was just the, um, it was just the uh, first and frame rates mini where I talked about the NFL basically messing up, um, trying to figure out what they need to do with the social justice thing. And um, they, they just seem to get it wrong all the time with the Me Too movement. Or I'm sorry, the No More movement with the domestic violence stuff. And now they just finally jump on board with this when they try to resist it for the longest. But, you know, I, I don't want to repeat that last episode. But this is a new poll right here that um says 19% say that they'll buy more Nike products after the Colin Kaepernick ad. Now, the ad was fantastic. I love the ad. The ad was great and um, very inspirational. I loved every bit of it. And uh, But they say um, only 19% of 
uh, will buy more now now granted now this is a poll of 2,000 people 2,000 plus people so I, I can't say this is a big uh, demographic or a big um, piece of the pie but um I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in this and I just wanted to see what your thoughts are on it as well it says um uh, 13 to 22 year olds and 22 to 34 year olds basically um they say they value companies that are socially active so those guys are they they love the fact that some companies that are socially active 13 to 34 year olds they really get respect all of that um when a company actually steps out and try to um put their foot forward with social issues that's plaguing america and stuff so i think that's good stuff and um so let's see uh where does it has anything else on here but no it just says a poll of 2000 plus americans shows that 19% will buy more nike products so um i don't I, that doesn't sound good at the end of the, end of the day i mean it's only 19% of 2000 you know plus people you know so you you're probably looking at what maybe 200 400 people out of 2000 Hey, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just thought it was interesting that, and to be honest, I, that is actually a low number. I thought it'd be a little bit higher than that, as far as the percentage. I thought the percentage would be higher, but it's only not, once again, 19% will say they'll buy more Nike products after seeing the ad. Um, I'm not sure that uh, it's is is about buying the products. Honestly, um, I can take this a step further, and I don't want to get too much into it, but um. I feel like Nike just took an opportunity to just fatten their pockets. And as a company, what you expect is a business. What do you expect? And they use someone like Colin Kaepernick that is very controversial to get their name out there so people get more interest. Or as long as somebody talking about them, it's great. And um, it, it, it's, it's good PR for them. But uh, at the end of the day, I've always been on the side of what are we going to do about these police officers in these streets? A lot of people continuously to be sidetracked with the other stuff. Why Cap doesn't, and why he's not in the NFL? Um, what about this kneeling thing? What about the protest thing? We all know that this is a problem with unarmed people getting shot and killed. We know that. So with that being said, why aren't we trying to fix that? I can't say that every nobody's doing nothing because there's some NFL players doing some fantastic things, but why aren't, you know, we need more people to do more because we don't need any more tragedies going on where cops feel, you know, like they can do whatever they want and, you know, shoot unarmed people. I mean, and, and you know, it's not all of them because there's some fantastic ones. I worked in law enforcement. I know some great people in law enforcement, but it always just have to be that one cop. You got one cop, it's a problem. You know, that one cop that makes that mistake or he just deliberately shoots and kills someone unjustifiably, you have a problem. So that's my main focus. I'm not really worried about all of this other stuff, which I do find surprisingly that only 19% did say that they'll buy more. I thought it'd be more people to say that, look, we're gonna, um, gonna back this and Nike's always been a great product anyway, so. Um, I always thought that I'm in, you know, a no-brainer. So, um, so I just pretty much went down the whole list of things I wanted to talk about. First, some frame rates. I don't have my co-host. Those guys aren't here with me. 
but I want to continue to push this content to you. If you haven't checked out my Twitter, you know what it is, VF Baller. You can check me there. Um, I'm pretty much going to be doing more live streams and podcasting on here. So if you just want to uh, check me out on a fly where I'm just playing a game, I'll be here on the channel. Also, um, you can check me out on SoundCloud where um, the podcast will be uploaded to SoundCloud as well. So you guys can go check that out over there as well. If you don't want to be using YouTube and using all your data, just go over there to SoundCloud where you can um, get uh, the episodes there as well. So um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, my co-host, they should be back next week with more content, bringing more uh, uncut, you know, uncensored, unfiltered commentary about sports and sports gaming. This is what we do. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.